It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting. Coach Randy Taylor is bringing his 40-plus years of knowledge to you. This is Taylor Scouting. And now, here's Coach Randy Taylor. This is Coach Randy Taylor. They call me Coach Taylor with the Up On Game Network, Taylor Scouting Podcast. Fired up to be here today. Uh, You know, the usual, you can find us on Up On Game Presents on YouTube, on all of the podcast sites like iHeartRadio. You can find us on uh, what other things can you find us on? All, all the different podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you can find us. So uh, look for, for Taylor Scouting and uh, follow us. Like I said, review us and we'll talk football. We'll talk recruiting. We're going to talk a little bit about life today. Uh, I've got a great guy with me who is a, a, a guru. You know, I always like having gurus on my show. And, and this guy, is definitely a guru. Chris Rubio is uh, is a guru in football and in life. Uh, Chris was <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Chris was our long snapper at UCLA back in the late '90s, along with Chris Saylor, who was our kicker and punter. And I'll say this, Chris, you were probably the best specialist duo in the country at the time. Wouldn't you say that's pretty close? I don't want to just limit it to that time frame, though. Okay, in the world ever. <laughs> but yeah, I will call you a liar. <laughs> okay, all right. So today, uh, we're going to talk long snapping, we're going to talk football, and we're going to talk self-improvement, uh, uh, self-actualization, whatever Coach Rubio takes us, whatever path he takes us down. Welcome, Chris, to Taylor Scouting Podcast, brother. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, give us a brief autobiography. Uh, how did you get here? How did I get here? Oh, good God. Um, grew up in Los Angeles area, went to UCLA, 
uh, was a three-year starter at UCLA for a long snapper. I always like to joke back when men were men, when they could line up on you. You know that feeling when they could line up on you, <laughs> yeah. and as soon as you snapped the ball, it was game on. Hey, your, the, um, the back of your neck was the target. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's just say I started my career at UCLA at six three and three quarters and ended it at six one and a half. Um, <laughs> that probably has a lot to do with it. After that, I hurt my back my junior year. Uh, still played my senior year. It had decided, nah, you know, NFL is probably not the thing that I want to try because I'd like to be able to lift my kids up at some point. So went into teaching, taught for eight years. About four years into that, I, my buddy Chris Saylor, who talk, we talked about earlier. He was my kicker and punter at UCLA. He calls and says, hey, I need you to come help me in Vegas for a kicking camp. I said, I don't know anything about kicking. He says, I just need you to facilitate the long snappers. I said, all right, let's go do that. You know, he, he says, I'll pay for your trip and your food. And I help. Yeah. Okay. 23 years old. That's all I need. 24. <laughs> and uh, started Rubio long snapping back then. That was 18 years ago. And since then, I've had over a thousand long snappers go to college in the NFL and it's just branched off from me doing these camps to me doing speaking gigs, to me doing podcasts, to me doing shows. So it's just kind of all blossomed. Yeah. And, and your personality has a lot to do with that. Uh, we know you you probably learned that from uh, all the guys uh, uh, at Charter Oak in the very beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> De definitely. And we had, we had a, you know, you saw us at UCLA. We had a very vocal group. I mean, we were not a shy group. No. I mean, I think that happens when I, my freshman year, I think we brought in 25 guys and I, I want to say 22 of them were linemen. Yeah. That, that is always a, the, when you bring a bunch of linemen in, it changes the whole atmosphere of a program. For oh sure. yeah. How did you get so, the path to becoming the long snapper at UCLA, uh, there had to be some things you had to overcome. And, and were you looking at other schools? How was the process? Was it a recruiting process or I'm going to go to UCLA? I always wanted to go to UCLA, but one of the hiccups is that I didn't know what a long snapper was until my sophomore year in high school. I literally, I didn't watch a lot of football growing up. I was too fat to play tackle in California because it was done by weights. So I, I was, I'd play flag until eighth grade. I was just way too heavy. And so my freshman year, I was quarterback because I was big and strong and I could throw the ball farther than everyone. So it was, okay, you just stand back there. We'll do shotgun and Ruby, I'll throw the ball 20 yards and you're a legend. So my freshman year of high school football, I start to say, okay, I'm going to go play football, you know, whatever. Say, so what position you want to play? I said, quarterback. And I'm at this point, I'm probably 5'10", 250. And they said, no, you're never touching the football again. And ironically, I touch it every single day now. Yeah. <laughs> um, ended up being a lineman. I absolutely hated it. I had a coach that just yelled, and I, that wasn't my thing. Didn't play my sophomore year. I was messing around with my buddy in the front yard. We're just playing catch, and he bends over to snap a ball. Yeah. And I, I, the first time I ever saw it, I go, what the hell was that? And he said, it's a long snap. And I go, do it again. And so he does it, and I, I can do that. And I was a quarterback, so I just bent over, upside down, going the wrong way. And that's what I tell my long snappers now. You're just a fourth down quarterback that's upside down and going the wrong way. It's and just so I start a, it's just a pass between your legs. Yeah, What's it's just the a pass between your right? legs. Absolutely. Yeah, and and so I was a one-handed long snapper going into my junior and senior year. I was big, strong, smart. So I started getting recruited by UCLA, Cal, USC, Columbia, and uh, Pomona Pitzer out in California. And because back then you had to be bigger, like we talked about, and I had good grades and. UCLA was one that I really wanted to go to. I think they brought in like eight or nine long snappers that year because it was back then there were different rules. And I was, they lined up. It was uh, Darren Shager was the punter. Coach Fields was right here. Terry Donahue was right here. And I was just young and dumb enough not to be nervous. 
And so there, everyone snapped the ball, snapped the ball, snapped the ball. And I was the only one, like I said, just didn't piss my pants. And they told me, okay, Rubio, you made the team. You have one week to learn how to two-handed snap or we're going to cut you. And so that's how I learned all my drills is because I invented them. I just watched the guy, uh, was it Paul Pernicky, right in front of me. And I just watched him and watched him and watched him and watched him. He probably thought I was the biggest weirdo on the planet. And I was just, okay, he, he generates this much speed. He's getting this accuracy. How is he doing it? And I just learned to do it from there. Well, I, I had a, a guy talking about flexibility on the show uh, last week. And I was talking about how long snappers are kind of weird because I was one myself. And so we're a unique group, but uh, were you like one of the first long snapping coaches that, that went out and made it into an industry? I I think so. There may have been others, but they didn't do it as well or take as much pride as in it. it. Right. When I started, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to crush it. I'm going to make sure that when you think long seven, you think Rubio. And that's what I did. I brought a lot of pride to the position where it wasn't just, oh, you're the long snapper. It's, hey, you're the long snapper. And that was one of the things that I used to tease Myers about, one of the, my, our, my good friends still, and lineman at UCLA. They, he would play 80 plays, you know, and he's sweating and all that. And I would go out there for a field goal, and I'd wipe his belly down because my hands were, weren't even sweaty yet because they weren't sticky. And he'd go, you are so fat. You're not even sweating right now. I go, Myers, here's the best part. I get the same scholarship check as you. <laughs> and he, he, he used to be just so pissed at, at me all the time. He he couldn't even bend down, let alone snap. Oh God, no, 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 God, he couldn't even touch. His, no, he could barely touch his knees, let alone the ground. Absolutely. Well, what advice do you give a high school football player that has your skill? I know it because there's a lot of patience and everything involved. Advice that I give him nowadays: number one is there's going to be other long snappers that are just as good as you. So what separates you? Number one, got to be academics. Yeah, you got to have, because if you have a 4.0 and I'm recruiting you or a 3.5, 4.0 is easier for me to get in because you're always going to need some sort of favor to, you know, get most of the athletes in. Most athletes don't have a 4.6 or whatever and a 20, you know, at nine on the ACT or 1450 on the SAT. Number one, do that. Number two, I always say play around with your social media and brag about yourself. Because if I've got Randy Taylor's got a 4.0, Rubio's got a 4.0, we're both 6'2", 235 and snap the exact same, then it becomes a personality test. Who do I want to hang out with more? Because these kids are in the locker room and the coach's office for what, 350 days of the year. If I see two kids and one's kind of a dork and I don't like his personality, I'm not recruiting him. I want the kid that I want, I, I, I can connect with a little bit because I'm spending a whole hell of a lot of time with him. So the more kids show how well they can handle themselves socially, whether it's speaking or they're just unique, they play the banjo, they're fishing, they play the violin, they have a nice car, just anything that gives the coach something for them to lean on and talk to them in recruiting. And if I see Randy Taylor with a big bass, whatever fish, and I say, hey, Randy, how's that? Where'd you get that fish? And if you say the lake then I know you're an idiot. But if you give me some more of an answer, it's like, okay, man, let's talk personality here. Let's go. Let's go. I always say, I want to play ping pong with the kids. I hit the ball back. You hit it back to me. You know, let's go back and forth. And that's what recruiting is. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. 
It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. That's right. And that, and and you and the kicker punter are just alone all the time. And so yeah, you basically have to do your job. Some, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do your job. Don't set the locker room on fire. Yeah, exactly right. Well, what uh, is there a physical training, flexibility, strength, those kind of things that are important to be that that long snapper, maybe the D1 guy or the NFL long snapper, if people have that goal? Yeah, the 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 for the NFL, you want to be a little bit bigger. There's a couple of guys that are smaller, Johnny Weeks, right around there. Um, but it's one of those you want to be probably six two six three, right around 240, 250. The biggest difference between college and the NFL is the ability to block nowadays. Where so many, like when when you and I played, we had to block. Then for the past as a 10, 15 years, they've done the spread where you didn't have to block, so that you have the, the benefit of being you could be a six foot, two hundred pound long snapper. Where back in the day you couldn't because you you would literally die, you'd get killed. But now you could be more of an athletic type kid, which is great, but you don't have, you don't never get to work on blocking the four characteristics. I say this in every interview, every article I'm looking for in a long snapper. Number one, a physically large head. The long snappers that have a big head, it helps them get their weight through if they use it the correct way. So I, I was looking for a big head. Number two, a big butt. If you have a big butt, it, it's going to be better for like the teeter totter effect because that's where all your power is going to come from is butt and legs. Number three, long arms. Like you're walking down the street and you can drag your arms. That's always a benefit because you can reach out for the ball if you're not as flexible. And fourth, I always I, I like my long snappers a little bit dumb. I like them like 2.7 to 3.2. <laughs> Those are the best. 
because they don't overthink. Because to me, long stepping, it's 90% mentality. If you can handle the pressure, you're going to be great because you can be a great snapper. But if you can, you only get eight to 12, 12 plays, you're, you're an assassin. You have to be perfect. I always say if, if a long snapper has 10 perfect snaps and two bad ones, he's fired. If a quarterback has 10 touchdowns and two interceptions, he's an All-American. And so you yeah. have to be perfect. I live that. I, I uh, snapped one over the punter's head against Stanford, and, uh, and we ended up tying the game. So, it, you know, one one of my favorite moments. But uh, the uh, path of the walk-on is tough. And what do you learn about yourself? And how do you do – you, is it a how to persevere – or what are the lessons you can share about learning about yourself and, and what kind of a person, I know the intelligence and all those things uh, are important and you kind of have to walk the thin line on that, those kind of things. What did you learn about yourself and how do you persevere? The biggest thing you're going to learn as a preferred walk-on or a walk-on is how bad do you really, really want it? Because you, you could be the exact same level as a scholarship kid. They're going to give that scholarship kid the start. And so you have to work that much harder. And it becomes very, very much of a mind game where I, I've seen coaches, and I know you have as well, where they'll, the, if a, kid, a preferred walk-on or a walk-on is getting close to starting, it's one of those things where they'll try, to, they'll try to get in your head. Because, okay, number one, we didn't really recruit this kid as much as we did the scholarship kid. There's an alumni that's paying for this scholarship check. They want to see Johnny, the scholarship kid, play. And if all of a sudden Timmy, the preferred walk-on, plays over Johnny, someone's getting their butt chewed. And so th that's where you have to be that much better. So, yeah, you, you don't have to get to this level. You have to get to this level. And then you have to work at you like you're going to this level. And that's the big thing is, is the perseverance and just knowing you, you, will, you can get through it. You just have to keep working. And, not, and I always say there's a difference between working hard and then working smart and hard. The kids that work hard, it won't work. It just doesn't. You have to work smart and hard to figure out exactly what, how you can fit in perfectly. Well, you have to have perfect practice too. I mean, the, it's such a technique uh, skill and, and a mm -hmm. position that's so technique driven. You you better be practicing perfect. Is that, that fair to say? Yeah. And with me, I always say it's more perfect practice with your form because a lot of guys go out there and I got to snap a hundred balls. I got to snap a hundred balls. I got to snap a hundred balls. No, you don't. You got to work on your form a hundred times and then maybe snap 10 balls because once you get the form, you've got it. I, I can't even tell you how many times at practice you would say, Rubio, Rubio, give me a ball, give me a ball. And you would bend down in your damn khakis or your warmups and you would sure as hell snap a great ball because you had perfect form from back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, abs absolutely. Hey, uh, you've got another passion that I uh, was reading about with you and it's the Rubio method. And, and that to me uh, just, sounds so much like you and and how you go about everything and that's why i wanted to get you on talk about the rubio method yeah absolutely i got asked to do a show called the rubio actually it was just a show on the ngbn.tv network it's a uh, network for middle-aged men in their 30s 40s 50s and 60s and this person ian hill who's actually becoming the oldest long snapper at 57 years old he just got an offer actually uh today from antelope valley He's doing a great job. He said, do you know what I do? Because he did a lesson with me. And I go, no, you're just trying to be a long snapper. 
He says, well, I run NGBN.TV and I want you to have your, uh, your own show. He goes, you can formulate it any way you want, run it the way you want. I'll produce it. I'll direct it. We'll get all that stuff paid for. He goes, I just want you to convey your personality and talk about men's mental health. And he says, you have the crazy ability to get people to learn something without them realizing they're learning it. And I said, okay, I guess that's a compliment. And he said, no, it, it's a, it's a compliment. He says, you go on your journey through middle-aged middle, middle men's health. And so I start doing my research and I was like, geez, this is not good. You know, you get in your forties, fifties or sixties and it's downhill for a lot of guys where you're, you're an empty nester, you're retiring, you don't know what's going on. Maybe you're getting remarried, you're getting divorced, or you're kind of just floating along. And so the show is basically me interviewing some people. We talk, we kind of just go through the journey together and I just make it a little bit more lighthearted because I don't know what I'm doing. And a lot of times they don't know what they're doing, but we're just going at it full speed and we're having a good time while doing it. Well, well, yeah. If you're looking for a basket case, let me know. I, I've got some free time <laughs> later. <too. laughs> hey, uh, so what's the best way to reach you, Chris, so people can can learn more about about the long snapping, about the Rubio method, about those things? Yeah, for long snapping, just go to rubiolongsnapping.com. That's rubiolongsnapping.com. And for the Rubio method, just go to therubiomethod.com. And I'm on social media for both of them, all on e literally everything. You are very good on social media, and I, I uh, have fun reading about you and following you, your things, and, and I appreciate you being on with us. We've learned a lot from you today, brother. Uh, we're going to wrap it up for uh, Taylor Scouting on the Up On Game Network. Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting on YouTube. You can go to our uh, podcasts at, at iHeartRadio, at Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us and review us. And you can follow me at rtaylorfbscout on Twitter and uh, find out how I can uh, DM me and find out how I can help you uh, evaluate your highlight film and, and uh, uh, figure out what you need to do to make coaches love you. How about that? Hey, Chris, I appreciate you coming on with me, brother, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch, okay? Thanks for the time, Randy. Have a great one. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
this season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.